¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. And hey, it, we're recording this on and 16 de septiembre. septiembre. Let's go. Real, de, <laughs> the, the real Mexican Independence Day. El día de la independ, independencia de México. So, uh, México, uh, felicidades. Happy birthday otra vez. Feliz cumpleaños. Uh, I mean, everybody. Uh, otro grito. Otro grito a México. Viva México. Viva México. Viva Uh, so I'm Jorge Georgi Martin, uh, primos Ricky Torres, Hector Reyes, ¿cómo estamos? Uh, what's up? Good. In the house, ready to rock. Uh, gracias everybody for joining us. Uh, como siempre es un placer y estamos aquí a servirlos. Uh, make sure you're checking out our original content on FamiliaFFP.com as well as our social media channels, Familia F at FamiliaFFP on Twitter and Instagram and our FamiliaFFP pa Facebook page. Well, as I mentioned, hey... Felicidades, Mexico. Uh, it's it's awesome. 16th of September. I mean, it, it's really cool that it's the real Independence Day, not Cinco de Mayo when we <laughs> launched this. Day. That's right. And I, I, I the one thing the, the one thing about about Mexican Independence Day that I miss is the De La Hoya fight. You remember, like 20, oh. so, you know, 15, <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago, it seemed like every This is says that September there was a De La Hoya fight. He was fighting somebody and it was a party and, you know, somewhere around there, there was always. So, yeah, I, that's what I missed the most, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just saw Tim Bradley on the TV, too, and I was like, dang, those were the days when Oscar was fighting, man. Yeah, man. I heard he's talking about a, a comeback. I heard Tyson's that too. Back, but, yeah, uh, dude yeah. looks so young. Oscar De La Hoya, like, oh my goodness! I hope yeah, I have his genes somehow. It's like the senior, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like the senior tour on the PGA. It's like, oh, you you, you can still do it as a, as like a senior, like as an older as an older person. So yeah, stay in shape these days, man. That you dude stay looks in shape. Look at Tom Brady. Though. Look at Tom Brady, man. It's just you know you we look at Tom Brady. AJ, nothing but a number, man. If you're exercising, you're eating right. All that good stuff. You can, you can look you know, at AP. Look you at can do your thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, Mexico, you know, hey, we're going to, after, after this, we'll uh, all do a shot of tequila and uh, just to, just to pay homage to the home country. La, That's right. That's la right. raza, la raza. Let's so, go. Viva la revolucion. <laughs> uh, hey, Ricky, I just got to give you a heads up. Uh, you've been replaced as the most persistent trader. That's not uh, possible. No one trades more than Rick or tries well, to. Yeah, or they, they obviously aren't going to offer better ones. That's why they have to offer. <laughs> well, I, you know, the, this it's it's in one of my other leagues. Uh, this friend of my a friend of mine, great dude, but man, he has been on me offer offering me what he offered me AJ Green for Antonio Gibson. He offered me, uh, I mean, he offered me a running back for Jonathan Taylor. He's well, just he offered you who for Gibson? Uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. And you didn't take that? No, I don't trust AJ <laughs> Green this year. No one trusts AJ Green, man. He has, he has, he has Gibson, to push off to get Gibson's open. Like a, <laughs> uh, Gibson's like two weeks from being a free agency by, so I don't, I, I no, I don't think that's going to be the case. He, they're, they're, they're good. They, they drafted him to use him. They didn't draft, they didn't draft him to be giving the ball to Peyton Barber every week. Right. So well, that was know, a fluke. I, yeah, that, that's a, yeah, that was a. What, what do we, what do we say last Barber week? Barber and like, McKissick. Uh, that was yeah. a mentira. That's a mentira. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus in that league, I've got James, James Conner. So I got to be really, really careful with my running backs. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Just, I've been, I'm getting like two trade offers a day and, and different ones. I'm like, reject, reject. Finally, I texted him. I said, look, uh, give me a real offer. And then maybe, we, you know, uh, in text and maybe we, we'll get there. But, uh, 
No, it was, uh, it, it's been pretty cool. So Ricky, you know, you gotta, you gotta step up your trading game. It gets tiring sending all these trades, man. So I feel him. <laughs> I feel him. He's probably, I mean, he's good for him because he's used to rejection by now. So it's good practice. <laughs> he's numb to it. <laughs> and, and the last one, uh, you know, before we get into get get into the real show, uh, I I made an appearance on. Uh, I was I was invited to join La Cueva del Fan uh, by Mauricio Gutierrez and uh, his co-hosts. Uh, uh, Juan Ramon Yaca and uh, Adrián Alpanseque and Chato Romero. So great guys. Just a blast. You know what? It was, uh, we talked for like an hour and a half and, you know, I was the only one in the United States. The other, the other three, the other four were in Mexico and Mexico. And, you know, they, you know, they helped let us uh, just kind of promote uh, Familia FFB. They asked me about myself. You know, I told told them a little bit about um, my time at the Dodgers too, because they were obviously curious about Fernando and uh, sure. that, they're in Mexicali, right? You said they were in, are they in Mexicali? They were, they're like all spread around. They're oh, got, spread it. Around. got one, it. One is in Mexicali, but uh, yeah. you know, it was, it was just really cool talking about talking fantasy and with, with people in Spanish. And it was the longest period of time I'd ever stopped talk fantasy with anybody. And it was just like, and, and it, I was just, I was so totally impressed with, how you know deeply they studied the game and how uh in depth and how intellectual they were i mean this was like you know there some parts it was like a physics conversation and uh so impressed so what's research in spanish uh estudio oh there you go hashtag estudio yeah. There you go. So <laughs> it, it was, uh, uh, I mean, great guys. I, I just, I just, just a wonderful, wonderful time just, uh, sharing, you know, and I even, uh, gave a shout out to, uh, the familia and then gave a shout out to Pegueros, a little grito. And, and funny thing was, I got a, I got a tweet today from somebody in Tapatitlan, right? The next town over from Pegueros. So nice, got, nice. got to figure that, got to figure that. So it was, it was really cool. It's, it's, it's so great to, uh, and they think it's great what we're doing, you know, doing an English language, uh, English language, uh, fantasy football podcast, but focusing on our familia, focusing on Mexico, Mexico, and and uh, our heritage, and so uh, so they're just kind of like, hey, just just keep pumping, keep pumping. Salute so, to that uh, man. Yeah, so definitely. You, you know they they uh, all of them speak speak English, so there's gonna all right, be, so I can we, hang out with them. Yeah, oh yeah, oh you love them. <laughs> I, I'm love the them. Uh, the new generation. The, yes, the Mexican American generation Z. Zero Spanish. We, yeah, zero Z, Spanish. Z for zero Spanish. Well, <laughs> you do understand this next word because we're getting in some cheese, man. Cheese, cheese man. So Michael Thomas looks like he's gonna miss several Ouch. weeks. I mean, he wants to, he wants to play through it. But come on, man, high ankle sprain. Yo no sé. Yeah, I, I think they have enough weapons to where they don't need him to rush it. Uh, God, this has to hurt so bad to so many people. He was a lot of people's first round pick. So it's like and I say yes. this about the injury. Just wait. Let it let it heal. Let it heal. Yeah. They, all the, all... They, don't, they don't have anyone Michael Thomas like on the team as far as someone who can just go up and grab the ball. But I think Drew Brees is comfortable enough with the uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith. Not Smith, because he does not like him. Uh Cook. Jared Cook. Right, and then Kamara, don't forget Kamara. Yeah, He's Kamara coming out of the I mean, like as far sure. as like in the uh, when you get to the receivers, 
I don't like Traquan Smith. He got me two zeros two times in a row. Yeah, but that's year. that's not that's that, you you you're you know you're jaded. You know that that's not really fair. That's not that's not fair analysis because he screwed you over. But you know, I, I, he's definitely going to use. Traquan Smith is not on the waiver wire for any of you. He's you. No one is looking at him or picking him up. So. Well, I, I well, I will bet you that he gets some catches. I bet you get some targets next week. I bet yeah, you I mean, get seventy-five yards. Uh oh. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, is it? Are we talking beer bet? Always down for a beer bet. Minus yeah. seventy-five yards. Under, so, under seventy-five run. yards. Under seventy-five yards for Traquan. You think he'll get under seventy-five yards? Oh yeah. Um, you know what? I think I'll take the over. There you go. Let's we got a beer it. bet. We got a beer bet. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All we all gotta right. do is remember all the other beer bets. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for Latavius Murray. I mean, obviously, it was just, it was just a weird. It was like watching you know a train crash in slow motion. Like Latavius goes down, he just kind of rolls over. Michael Thomas is just kind of standing there. You just see it, like you just see it about to happen. Like, oh my god, he's gonna roll over into the guy's leg, and there it was, and he just rolled him over, and he just kind of hopped. But you saw the the you saw the ankle kind of twist, like kind of in a weird way. It's just total. Total freak accident. It could have looked was, worse. Yeah, the play was already over. It was just such a weird, just like weird thing. Just total freak accident. And and uh, you know the game was the game was out of hand. Yeah. So there was just was no over. reason. Yeah, just no weird, reason for that man. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No exactly. Reason for that to happen. And uh, wishing him well. Hope he hey, heals up quick. It's one of many for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, you know we got we got Chris Godwin in the league's concussion protocol. Which oh. is he really? Yeah. Apparently he took he took a helmet hit uh, last week and now now he's in the protocol. Which, to me, that means he's missing this week. Which mm. hurts well, me. To me it's alarming as to why they didn't catch it during the game. Uh, so was he able to hide it, or was the team trying to hide it? As far as the trainers, and uh, did it happen during practice? How? Yeah, that's how true. Possibly, maybe it, yeah, maybe it happened in practice. That, that's uh, a good. That's a good point. Personally, I'd want to know when his last concussion was, because the closer those two concussions are, oh yeah, you're definitely taking a week or three off. Yeah. And look, look at what happened to Javid Best. So concussions are one of the worst injuries a player can get, if not the worst. Obviously, Alex Smith's yeah, is can be, yes, but can be career ending. Concussions are are the silent killer of of yep. these careers. So I I love Godwin, so I hope all goes well. Yep. Yeah, no, you, you just and you know, it's, this is going to mean more time for more targets for Mike Evans, really, as long as he's healthy. So uh, definitely not the start that uh, TB12 right. to have with uh, so. with with all these new weapons. Now, uh, I hope it means o- more more OJ Howard because I just picked him up in another league. So. <laughs> yeah, because well, he's not I, throwing to Gronk. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, that that's the league where I had I had to drop Jarwin because I didn't have a backup. But uh, okay, so guys, Allen Robinson wants a trade after one yeah, week. That was just weird. I, what? Just I, I saw man. that and I was like, where is this coming from? I don't know. Is it is this like hurt feelings? Is Anthony Miller? What what did Anthony Miller have? He was just every time I looked up, Anthony Miller was catching a ball. So it it just seemed like I don't know if 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 he's feeling. Like, you know, he's not the, you know, the main guy in town, you know, like, like an OBJ, you know, if he's playing diva, that's not going to work. 
you know, if he thought he was coming into Chicago and he's going to, you know, be the target hog and, you know, get, you know, be the man on the Bears. And then here comes Anthony Miller and he get, you know, Anthony Miller gets the game winning touchdown and he's getting, you know, he's getting hyped up on Sports Center, you know, top plays. And Allen Robinson's not. Is that part of it? You know, is he just complaining and just kind of being a diva like, no, I want to be the man. We were in Chicago, you know, one of the biggest, you know, media markets in the United States. And he wants to be that guy. And if he's not, is this just him complaining? It's got to be more than that. He had right. five receptions to Miller's four. Uh, I mean, it's it, contract. It's always get, it's something like this. And it's that's money. why it's like it's, it's not about, you know, being the face. It's going to be money. Right. And he's going to try to blow it up more if he just doesn't want to be on a bad team, especially when half of the league out there are all gunslingers nowadays. And he's on Trubisky's team. So it's like, <laughs> shoot, man. Get yeah, me on was, Minshew's team. I was Get looking me at on that. Anyone else's? It just seems like you know, with the league, and we talked about this briefly. We can we can kind of talk about it real quick. The, the fact that there's not that much crowd noise. I mean, these quarterbacks were just putting up numbers this you know this past weekend, and you know, it seems like a, a lot more receivers were like, oh, this guy got two touchdowns and two touchdowns here, and this guy had two touchdowns and this guy had two touchdowns. Like it was just like it was like you said, just gunslinging all over the place. It just seems like. The quarterbacks are a lot more comfortable, and the plays are, you know, getting called easier. And man, these offenses are just clicked. Week one, no, no rust. These guys are just throwing the ball. I can imagine that when we get into the throws of like the middle of the season, when these quarterbacks are really clicking and all the timing is just perfect. Man, we're gonna see like quarterbacks throwing five TDs a game like nothing. So we'll have to wait and see. Should be exciting. It could also be the defenses were behind because they haven't hit anybody for real. Uh, in yeah, you know. Yeah nine months or so, you know, for some guys. So, uh, True. you know, so that's going to be, uh, I, th- I think that's a big part of it, but, uh, but and yeah, you gotta go where they're comfortable with because yeah. that's what they know. So you're going to see the top guys, the top wide receivers all went off Adams besides Thomas, but Adams Hopkins, they got the ball a lot and they had to, because who Thomas. else is they, because they're all the quarterback knows. Yeah. So it, if you Comfort. took those players, you got paid a lot. No, it's, uh, you know, Allen Robinson, the best, honestly, the best thing he can do is just put up numbers because he's going to be a free agent and, uh, you know, put up numbers, you get paid. That's, that, that's the way it, that's the way it's going to be. And, uh, you know, Adam, coach Adam Gaze named Frank Gore, the other ageless wonder starting running back with Levy and Bell going on the IR. Uh, Wow. That is, I mean, what year is this? Oh, <laughs> what man. year is this that Frank Gore is a starting running back in the Two, NFL? What year is it? It's 2007. <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. Hey, well, you know what? Let's, 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 uh, let, let's watch and see what happens. Cause man, that, yeah, exactly. The ageless wonder. That's amazing that in, in 2020, Frank Gore is a starting running back. <laughs> what's going wild. on in New York, technically New Jersey? Like what's going on with Bell? Is this like a Bell Gase issue? No, hamstring. Three, I, three know, weeks. I know, but it's like, this dude just does not want to play for this team. Well, it's, I mean, it, the part of it was that Bell, uh, Bell was already dinged up and, and Gase sent him back in the game. And Gase oh. actually said if he had it to do over again, he would not have sent him back in the game. So, uh, I mean, this is, this, this will be something when we, when we preview the, the, their game against the 49ers, but, uh, I, you know, I let's uh, think about whether you'd want to start Gore against either one against that San Francisco oh, de- defense. San Francisco defense. What about this though, guys? Do you get rid of Bell if you're an owner? 
Because, for example, if you have Michael Thomas, you keep him throughout his injury. But would you tell owners of Le'Veon Bell that they should just get rid of him and save their losses? Or do no. you think there's still anything there? No, as long as you got an IR spot, put him in the IR spot. It's only week player. one. Yeah, it's only week one. Yeah. You know, hang on I mean, to him. And... Yeah, now IR isn't eight weeks. I have no hope weeks. for him week five or beyond. <laughs> oh, I believe I, me. I, I avoid, he was one of the guys I avoided completely. <laughs> just I told you, I have Thomas, Bell, and Kittle. So oh, I want to get rid of Bell so bad. Well, uh, last bit of cheese, Philip Lindsay uh, possibly has turf, turf toe. Turf toe and he's getting a second opinion, which is never a good thing. Right. And Uh-oh. he's expected to miss multiple weeks. I mean, I've seen turf toe last uh, over a month, maybe a month, month and a half. Oh, yeah. Antonio it's, Gates had turf toe and he was out forever. Pretty much caused his whole career to go down. But uh, I, honestly, and, and again, we'll get into this more when we get into the Broncos and Steelers. But yeah, uh, th- this definitely puts uh, a lot of the, the a lot of the all the opportunities on in the hands of Melvin Gordon. Maybe a couple here and there for Royce Freeman. So and he needed that after that fumble. Like, yeah, uh, he did. Sure they did. were not going to trust him, and now they kind of have to. And and he got rewarded with a touchdown. So yeah. I think Melvin Gordon people who picked him up late because no one picked him up. They're going to actually get a cabal right now. And I think yeah. that's probably the best news out of all these injuries because all the other injuries, you don't want the backup. But on this injury, it's like, wow, it's actually making someone even stronger. Exactly. It's 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 kind of, I mean, in a certain way, it's uh, similar to the uh, Marlon Mack injury going, uh, taking Jonathan Taylor into a starting position. With oh, but Naheem that, that launches Naheem Hines in it. So that's like yep. a, new, a new flower that's emerging. Totally, totally. Well, let's get into some previews. Uh, let's start off. Here we are on Thursday. Thursday, uh, we're 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 sending out this show on Thursday, and Thursday night football is Cincinnati at Cleveland. Hector, we yep. uh, as Joe let's Burrow. Get... Go ahead. Go ahead. Kick it off. Kick it off. Kick it off. What do George. you think, Joe Burrow? Yes. So here's. So let's let's uh, let's begin. Cleveland's um, favored by six. Over under 43 and a half. This, uh, I can't see Cleveland uh, winning this game. <laughs> um, we, we've talked about how, what my, my feelings about Cleveland. I see Joe Burrow uh, taking uh, taking them this week. I, I was pretty impressed. I think we talked about it a little bit um, in our last show. He was pretty impressive. You know, I, it, you know, in the two-minute drill at the end of the game, he looked yep. poised. He looked confident. He looked pretty sharp. And you know what? You know, outside of that... That call, you know, depending on what you know, what who's what what team you're a fan of, you know, if you're a if you're a Cincinnati fan, that was you know a weak weak sauce call, <laughs> you know, that push off that AJ Green did, and and Cincinnati technically could have won the game, you know, if that call hadn't been made, so that possibly could have win could have been a Joe Burrow victory. We saw Cleveland just get butchered, put through the meat grinder uh, by Baltimore, and yes, this is Cincinnati. This is not. The Baltimore defense, but I just uh, after watching Cleveland the first week, I just don't see any way um, that they can come back um, and, and put up any kind of numbers. I, I have to see it to believe it. For now, I like Cincinnati. I take 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 them over Cleveland. I, I don't even see how Cleveland's favored in this game. Yes, there's some issues we got. Uh, Cleveland DBs are hurt. First off, 
So th there's an issue there. Yes, we got Miles Garrett there going up against Cincinnati's O-line. He may cause some headaches there for Joe Burrow. But again, Joe Burrow looked good back there in the pocket. He looked solid. He looked confident. So I think he'll find his way around. Joe Mixon will open things up with the running game. I have no confidence in OBJ. I have no confidence in Jarvis Landry. Um, Nick Chubb, we'll see. Maybe he could do something. But I just don't even see Cleveland winning this game at all. And they're favored. Take Cincinnati. The one thing, the one thing that I I look about this game, Cincinnati's defense is so bad. Yeah. They don't they don't have any elite players on their defense. <sighs> the Cleveland at least has Miles Garrett on their defense, and against that offensive line, I think he's going to get multiple sacks tomorrow. And uh, and and you know they've got that great DB Denzel Ward and back uh, back there, so. Uh, they'll have him stick on AJ Green, I, but to me, this is the prove it game for Baker Mayfield. Exactly, I, that's that's exactly the big right. Thing. It's a make mm -hmm. or break game for Baker Mayfield on what he's going to do. Ricky, yep. what do you think? Uh, Breaker Mayfield, he's going to break. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> break. It, it, I think Cincinnati. Give them some credit. Chargers have a good defense, and they went at him, and he did not turn the ball over five times. I don't think. I don't know if Cleveland's going to be able to put that same defense on. Um, I, I see Cleveland overlooking them, still looking at last week's game where they got, you know, their behinds whooped. And I think Cincinnati is going to be, I think it's going to be Burrow's first win. And I think this is going to be the week when people really drop their jaws and say, what is going on with the Browns? Mm -hmm. If they lose this game, then it's real. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is going to be. But I can uh, see it happening. Easily. Oh, yeah. I totally see it happening. I think I think the I think the Browns win this game, but I don't think it'll. Uh, but I could see it happening where they where they lose to the Bengals and then just all hell breaks loose. Yes. Ricky, take yeah. us to take us to Chicago. This game actually looks fun. Uh, I mean, it's New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. I'm not sure what the weather is going to be like. Usually that's more of a Hector type thing. But Chicago does have the spread at minus 5.5, which I don't know. I feel like this game is going to be close, close to the wire. I'm not sure if the over-under is supposed to be 41.5, but I believe it is. Here's the thing about yes. these teams. Sorry. They, uh, they both suck so bad that when they do their garbage time, that's when you want them. But they're facing each other. So what's going to happen? Uh, Daniel Jones, is he going to be able to throw against a solid Chicago pass rush? You know what? He did really good against a good defense in the Steelers. I would say he did really good because he was able to limit turnovers somewhat. And that's going to be big for him this year. And he actually showed that same chemistry with Darius Slayton, who's probably now their number. I've always looked at him as their number one because I like that chemistry right there. Uh, the thing is, is he going to be able to do that to Chicago? I think Chicago's got a lesser defense than Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to be underrated all year. And then Saquon. Saquon did horrible this past week. I believe Ben Roethlisberger had more yards than Saquon. <laughs> Something like so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, this this game's got to kind of be a standout for them, but it, it's still tough for Saquon. He's still got to go against the tough Chicago D. So, on the New York Giants offense side, I, I think it, the road's going to be harder for them than it is on Mitchell Trubisky. 
And I think Mitchell Trubisky showed last week that he still has a little bit of something. The problem is this fool's not showing it unless his back's against the wall. And that's not what you want in a quarterback. You want someone who's going to be able to stick it to them every week, no matter what. So I think he's got a nice platform right now. The only problem is Allen Robinson doesn't want to be there. (laughs) So it's just one of those things where I think this game is just going to be a garbage game the whole way. And whatever we think is going to happen is not going to happen. I don't know. Just looking at everything, I just feel like, what do you take about the whole Robinson trade talk? How does that affect whether Miller gets the ball more or the Jimmy Graham who looked really hot? I believe he, did he get both of the uh, Mitchell's touchdowns? I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look that up. You got a lot of attention. You got a lot of attention from Trubisky, so I feel like without Robinson there, it's gonna be real awkward to have to throw Robinson the ball this week after Robinson's talking all this. So as far as uh, Chicago's offense, I still like that that passing offense. Big Ben was able to throw all over the Giants, so I love Anthony Miller for this week. I really like Jimmy Graham for this week. Uh, the running game, I'm hoping Montgomery can play a little more. Last week, he was more of just like a, a decoy. But, I mean, I, I know it's weird to say, but I'm all for Chicago's offense this week. New York's offense, I feel like they didn't show me enough last week to show me that they they can do better this week. As far as I know, they're going to do exactly what they did last week this week. So I don't know. Slight- I think if you, if you go back to that one drive when um, Danny Dimes threw the pick, he he just marched down the field. That was actually really impressive because he actually did a really good job and he did everything right and everything looked good and he was confident. He made the right throws and he and he did everything correctly from a passing game standpoint. And then the only bad thing was, you know, they're down there at the five yard line and he goes to throw the pass and we don't know. You know, that could have been a TD in, in somewhere in the end zone, but his arm gets hit, the ball pops up, and Pittsburgh gets the pick. But you know, uh, you know, he marched down the field. I think they started, you know. Somewhere within the 20-yard line, I think he came all the way down, brought them all the way down the field, and he did a really good job. So that was impressive. He hit Slayton just all over the place, uh, and, and that was impressive to me, too. Like you said, he's clearly the number one. Sterling Shepard was kind of like an afterthought. But that's why, heck, do you see anything else for anyone other than Slayton? No, no. Well, Saquon's got to get it going. If Chicago yeah. can stop, can, 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 if Saquon can, can open things up, you know, for Danny Dimes. Hearing a and, lot and, of ifs. Yeah, I know. But that's because he, that's but how you think. know. You're Do you really think? Or... Does anyone on the planet think that Saquon will have another dud? Will crap the bed twice in a row? I don't think so. Saquon Barkley is Fifty yards and one touchdown is a dud. He, he six yards rushing. That's just. That's a six, super dud. Six <laughs> yards rushing. Saquon Barkley got six yards rushing. I mean, wow. He's not going to do it again. I mean, Saquon. Do that. He's not going to do that. So th- I think no. the running game, but the running game. Don't doubt Chicago's run defense. Yeah, we'll see. I, I all they work on is what Pittsburgh did and just shut down Saquon. Then that forces Danny Dimes to have to beat you. Yeah. And he can, but then you also see that he can make those mistakes too. So yeah. what would you rather bet on? And I think Chicago is going to make the same bet Pittsburgh made. Yeah, don't and, doubt it. And, don't doubt it. And don't forget, don't forget the Bears still have Khalil Mack. They're just ready to make a life hell for Danny Dimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that bad offensive line is just going to be tough. Oh, just to answer your question, that, Jimmy that's Graham, what I mean. It's going to go anyway. Like, yeah, it's going to go anyway. 
Graham caught Graham caught one touchdown. Anthony Miller got another one, and then someone named Javon Mims uh, scored one. So, uh, yeah, this one's gonna. Uh, this one I think has sneaky potential. I actually think this is gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be less than. Uh, even though it's in Chicago, I think uh, the the Giants are gonna. I don't know if they. I don't know if the Giants win, but I think they cover. I don't. I think. I think this is going to be a field goal game. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm going to take us down to Dallas. Uh, this looks like a fun one. This yep. is going to be fun. Yep. Dallas is favored by by four points uh, with a big, a high number for over under at fifty two and a half. I mean, this is a game you just fire up everybody. I mean, right. Mateo Yellow, you just, I mean, you don't, I mean, to me uh, on the Atlanta side, you even played Russell Gage uh, on the chance that, that, that he's going to be that. I don't know if he gets a hundred yards again, but I think he's going to get targeted uh, just because this is get that Dallas is going to be putting up points and they're, they're going to need to try and keep up. Atlanta's going to need to try and keep up. This is going to be an amazing game to me. The only question on the Atlanta side and, and again, Fire up Todd Gurley, fire up Julio Jones, fire up Calvin Ridley. To me, the question is Hayden Hurst. How involved is Hayden Hurst tomorrow to, uh, on Sunday? Is he going to get – because I'm starting him on one of my leagues, and I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, I, I've, uh, I've got I've got my boy Mike Gesicki as his backup, and I was like, ooh, well, I, I don't, I, I'm giving him a week. Be, I'm giving Hurst another week because Gesicki's going against, Dallas, uh, against Buffalo. But uh, – and on the other side, it's like I, I think this is going to be a game where Dak really wants to uh, try and get himself, uh, uh, you know, get get himself more established, more in rhythm. And he's going to I think he's going to throw a ton. And he found Cooper a lot last week. I think he's going to be looking for all three of the, all three of his big guns because of the fact that Blake Jarwin is out for the season. Uh, I don't think he's going to be spending time throwing to Dalton Schultz. I think I think CeeDee no. Lamb and Michael Gallup are going to eat up some of the targets that would have gone to Jarwin. And I mean, Cooper got targeted 14 times last year, and of course, Zeke is going to eat. He was fantastic yep. last yep. week, and I I can't see him doing anything different today. I just don't like talking good about the Cowboys. So, <laughs> I mean, I I I have my doubts, but it's like. How can you doubt this week? They, I'm not going to doubt him. Yeah, that's Atlanta's, the thing. I just, Atlanta's I, my mom has said, terrible. don't say anything if you have nothing good to say. So <laughs> I think you're right. Atlanta's defense is horrible. I would put anyone on there. I mean, they are, they're going to pass all over them. And CD lamb got some action surprisingly last week. Yep. So it's like, yep. why not take advantage of it? Yep. And it's going to be a, a high firing game. And I would definitely, Get a piece of Russell Gage for sure. He was targeted just as much as Ridley. So and then and Julio, they've all got twelve targets. And, and that's why it's about time that Gage get his TDs. So get on him, Hayden Hurst. I mean, if Gesicki wasn't going against Buffalo, I'd say just go with your heart. <laughs> but it, it's tough to pass Hurst when you know he's gonna have to in a high-scoring offense. Yeah, plus, my heart is uh, corazón roto right now because it's a couple of heartbreaking losses. So I'm <laughs> leave okay. that out. <laughs> Hector, you want to take us out to Wisconsin? Let's go to Wisconsin get where the cheeseheads hang out, milking the cows. Uh, Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by six. Over-under is a healthy 49.5. This will be a high-scoring affair. 
Uh, I think Green Bay covers. Take Green Bay minus the six. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers has lit it up last week. 364 yards, four touchdowns uh, in a rusty week one appearance. I, I see more of that. Uh, Detroit's defense is eh. Middle of the road, nothing nothing too impressive there. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, just eats him up. Uh, again, Stafford, of course, coming from behind. And the big question that, you know, that the 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 main thing that we that, that's going to determine any of this is Kenny Galladay. Is Kenny Galladay going to be healthy? Because if he's healthy, then that 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 bodes well for Matt Stafford. Uh, he may even be a sit option if Galladay doesn't play. Uh, even though I have him, it feels horrible to say that. Uh, because, yes, Marvin Jones is there. TJ Hawkinson is there. But Kenny G did not practice on Wednesday. I'm afraid of that. Their running game doesn't know how to catch passes, as we saw with DeAndre Swift dropping a, just a meatball that, you know, just landed uh, right in his hands to uh, win the game. And he dropped. Yeah, so no, no confidence at all in the, in the running game catching anything. So you got basically Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson. And it, it may be a long day for, for the Detroit Lions if Galladay doesn't play, I see Aaron Rodgers just just beating them to a pulp. Uh, minus six, I, I think Green Bay wins at least by two touchdowns, maybe more. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm looking at Matt Stafford. Hopefully, if he can sling it around and and, uh, and you know get some open guys and get some touchdowns, there might, that might that might happen. You know, but if if Galladay doesn't play, I, I just see the, the Detroit Lions is probably just getting blown out here. Ricky, what do you what do you make of this uh, backfield split with the t- Lions? I want nothing to deal with it, and it's only because Adrian Peterson is like a gremlin, man. He just doesn't go away. He's timeless, so it's like he ruins it. He's amazing. He's an amazing specimen, but he ruins fantasy football for DeAndre Swift because before Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift was going to beat out Johnson. Now. Swift only gets maybe 30% of the carries, if that. And AP's going to look good, not just okay. So it's like, how do you sit that? How do you let DeAndre Swift really take hold of it? So it's like, it sucks. I hate committees. (laughs) Just no no committees. I mean, I'm really hoping that Swift starts to uh, assert himself and get get become a bigger part of this. But uh, how? Offense. I just don't see how he can. We'll start catching those touchdowns. Is right. One way that'd be <laughs> right. one thing. Burn, right. Cole Mace. I don't want to call the players' names, but damn, that pissed me off. So yeah, Mace Cosa. Yeah, it would have made me feel bad. Would have made me feel bad because I also missed those two Dobbins touchdowns. I would have missed a Swift oh. one too. <laughs> Uh, no, so I was gonna. I was gonna add if you if you've got uh, wide receivers on the Green Bay side, fire them all up. We talked about firing up all your you know your Dallas receivers and your uh, and your Falcons receivers. Definitely fire up all your Green Bay receivers. You got you know uh, uh, Valdez Scantling. You got Lazard. You got of course Devonte Adams. So MVS and uh, went off the waiver wires for sure. If you haven't scooped him up yet, go grab him. Lazard, uh, same thing. Uh, but yeah, the the Green Bay wide receivers are definitely going to eat healthily this week. So you you drank the Kool Aid that they're that they're ready. That MVS and Alan Lazard are ready to be Robin to uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, I, I think. That, I mean, last week was like practice. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was just yeah. throwing the ball around, and everybody was just open. You know, hey, here's one for you, one for you. It's like like you know, like trick or treating. Here's one for you, and here's another <laughs> one for you. Here's another one for you, and. 
you know, these guys are just gobbling them up. So, yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why they just can't be a repeat performance. Detroit's defense is nothing special, you know, so I, I don't see any reason why they, he couldn't do it again. All right. Jacksonville ten- at Tennessee. Ricky, get this. This one's a little uh, a little fun because I think both teams had a different type of team the week before. So Jacksonville got to play Phillip Rivers, so they had to fight against uh, a deep threat. And then the running game was uh, very scattered. But this week they get to go against Tennessee, who's got a solid running game with one guy, Derrick Henry, the Derrick Henry. Yeah, he's kind of, that guy's kind of good. <laughs> and then a quarterback who's like a game-time manager who I've been telling y'all is whack, and that's why you shouldn't be getting A.J. Brown. But y'all were like, oh, no, he's a great I didn't pick. Get, I didn't get A.J. Brown. <laughs> Bro, you wanted him bad, though. I know you wanted him. I still do, but we'll see. I, I didn't I, pick him, but if he's a bad You can get him cheap. You can get him cheap, but trust me. You'll always be paying too much for him. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking for him. Just and, and I feel like Jacksonville proved that they were going to hold uh, Philip Rivers back, so they're definitely going to hold Ryan Tannehill back. I would not bet on A.J. Brown getting a deep ball. It's just, I don't know. The, the way these teams played, if you look at the, the Tennessee-Denver game, Denver didn't have their best defense as far as the men on the field but they held a strong game jacksonville's got an okay defense like i said they're able to hold philip rivers so i feel like unless derrick henry just pounced through this team you're gonna see jacksonville able to just throw over them and that's because jacksonville didn't really see a threat with Tannehill. now all of a sudden they are uh but the big achilles hill now that i think about it is who's gonna run the damn ball for jacksonville have they decided it's Mr. Robinson. It's Mr. Sure. Robinson's neighborhood. Yeah, he's he's the only one healthy. It's not Shoelace Robinson. I loved him. <laughs> Do you remember him? The, the quarterback for Michigan turned running back. Oh my God! Yes, I remember him now. <laughs> yeah, he and he came out during a situation kind of like this, where their main running back got injured, and it's like who's going to run the ball? So. Hopefully, James Robinson, after getting 16 carries and 62 yards with the one reception, 28 yards, I hope he can build on that. Um, I like how Minshew looked. He just looked crisp at certain points. It's hard to find a better word other than crisp for someone who threw 95% accuracy. 19 for 20. So I I just feel like Tennessee is going to see something different because before they got Locke and... They're gonna see a, a lot a lot more of an aggressive team. I don't think Denver was ready. Denver was still looking through Gordon and uh, Lindsey, and and now I feel like Tennessee's gonna get smacked in the jaw. And I'm excited for it because I'm tired of people holding up Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown. So I love well, Derrick Henry, but I just don't think the team is ready to be good every week. Well, Tennessee's favored by nine rings, so you're saying that Vegas has completely lost their mind. I'm saying that I think Jacksonville will keep it by like three. Or you think you think Jacksonville will win? It may, what you're saying? I mean, it sounds. Like I, I think I think Jacksonville win. has a better chance to win than people give them for sure. Okay. I think they're going to be able to throw over Tennessee. That's that's what I think. Gotcha. Oh, that yeah, might be Tennessee, a good bet. That yeah, might be Tennessee, a good bet to take. Yeah, Tennessee did not show a good uh, uh, pass defense last year, and they didn't look, uh, you know, they didn't look great against the pass, uh, you know, against Denver. Uh, I I look at this game. I, I this game has sneaky. 
this, this game, I, I'm looking at the over-under of 41.5. That seems low to me because I think these two teams are going to throw a lot. I know Tennessee is going to uh, want to establish the run with Derrick Henry, but uh, I looked back at, at uh, Tannehill's game last year. He threw, he, he threw two touchdowns and then ran in two touchdowns, the one game he played against Jacksonville last year. So uh, and I, th- I think neither team's going to gonna do much uh, against the pass, so there's going to be there's going to be some points scored. I, I gonna be some- do not like looking at last year because last year Dalvin Cook ran all over Green Bay, and you did not see that last week. Yeah. So. Well, they 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 couldn't because uh, because Rodgers got up on them so quickly, and they had to they had to try and they, they had to try. They were playing catch up the whole time. Game script. Uh, yeah. one, thing, one more one more point to to make on this game. Uh, Corey Davis and AJ Brown were yeah. targeted were targeted the exact same number of times at eight. I don't think anyone saw that coming, but yeah, Corey Davis is definitely uh, someone that Tannehill is keeping an eye on, and and uh, he used you know, to be a high pick, and now no one even has him on their team. So AJ I mean, Brown may not necessarily sucks. be that super stud on, on the Tennessee offense. Because <laughs> he, I mean, I want to see him do it two weeks in a row. I've seen him have right, the big games, right. and then all of a sudden, right. it's like he disappears for a month. Like, right? Oh no, yeah, AJ Brown. I remember AJ Brown. AJ Brown will be will will be over a thousand, way well over a thousand yards. Oh my have. God, that's a beer bet. I hear beer oh, bet. You you oh, he's not okay. Down. That's a beer bet. Right That's down, George. Bet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I've got I mean, he's with already it. only got 40 yards. Oh come on! <laughs> we've seen it. We've seen Julio Jones have 40 yards and then end up he's with averaging like 600 yards. So I mean, <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We got a beer bet, Primo. All right. Let's go oh, down. Right let's down. go down right to in. Let's go over to Indy, uh, Minnesota Indy. at Indianapolis. Uh, another game. I mean. I, you know, I know Philip Rivers had two touch, two interceptions last week, one touchdown, but he got 363 yards, and uh, he is gonna uh, he he's gonna get some play play this weekend. That Minnesota pass defense just looked like it was a pincushion. Trash, trash, trash. Not good. They were not good. I think I think Phillips gonna throw a lot and uh I, I this could be this could be a domination for the Colts because they are uh the the, the I think Phillips gonna spread his wings a little bit at you know for his, in his first home in his new home stadium. Uh TY Hilton and Paris Hilton, I think are uh Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris oh, I love Campbell. that. Paris Hilton. I love that. That's T.Y. Campbell. The combination <laughs> of Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton. I love that. Ah, that's so funny. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> the other, interesting, the other interesting thing is, how are they going to spread the the uh, the running back workload between Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines? How many how many catches is Hines going to get? Is it? I you know this. They are going to throw to them so much. If you look what they did last week, I mean, you're talking like. Seven, seven or eight receptions for each of them. Both because of them. the the way the game script is going to go is Phil Rivers is just going to throw, and that's going to be their running game is those short passes. Yep. And I look over at Minnesota, and it's just like I really, I mean, the guys, the guys who are startable every week. To me, it's just Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Yeah. Very and, thin. Very I mean, thin. In in a super flex or two QB leagues, yeah, definitely Cousins, and I think this is a sneak. He could be a sneaky play in DFS this week because I think he's could be cheap, and uh, the, and this this game's this game's got a high over under. 
uh, Cousins could be a guy to target. Maybe stack him with Thielen and, uh, you know, go grab a Christian McCaffrey or somebody like that. So uh, that, that'll, be, that'll be something. Uh, save that much money by getting them, but not much. But well, yes, I, I get your. I see where you're going, and I think that's not bad because I think he can definitely get three touchdowns. Indianapolis's defense is stronger than what they appear, though. They were better. They, they. I think I, I agree. I think they are better than what they showed last week. They just need to show it because yeah, uh, they they needed they needed to have a better game than they did against Jacksonville. You know, again, uh, first game away game, so you never know. Interdivisional, they always, they always make them close. Hector, take us to Miami. Oh, let's go to Miami. First of all, everyone was saying, or many folks were saying that, oh, Josh Allen, you know this guy, you know this this guy can't, he's not consistent. He can't throw for over three hundred yards. And for, what does he do in his first game of the Hot season? The ball. He throws for over three hundred yards. Um, I, I like Buffalo in this game. They're favored by five. I think they win by more than that because they're playing against Miami, and it is Miami. Um, I, I, I just I have no confidence in Miami at all. Um, as far as the Buffalo side, you have Zach Moss. You have Singletary. I, I, we're talking about committees. I don't know who you start from a fantasy standpoint. I have Zach Moss. He did have a touchdown last week, but they're just, they're just going to split things up. How that's going to play out this coming game against Miami who knows uh, I don't know if either of those guys has any kind of advantage in this game one or the other um, Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs you know it, it seems that uh, that Allen and Diggs have a nice chemistry there I, I, I look for Diggs to go off of this game John Brown especially one of the reasons why especially John Brown did miss practice will he play in the in, in, on Sunday will he be 100 percent um, we'll have to wait and see. But if if he's not 100%, if he's got some issues, or if he doesn't play, Stefan Diggs is going to be a definite target monster for the game. Tight end Dawson Knox, will he be a factor? We shall see. On the Miami side, you have, of course, Fitzmagic, who has not really been magic, or wasn't magic. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> Devontae Parker. Um, he's he's already hurt. Uh, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how this is all going to play out for Miami. Uh, they're Obviously, work in progress. I just see Buffalo running all over them. I think they definitely went by way more than five points this game. I'm going to just tell you this right now. Miami is a dumpster fire. Get away. (laughs) It was like a long shot hold in two quarterback leagues. And maybe Gusecki for those who are like fanboys. Like Georgie. But other than that, you don't need anyone on this team. They're just trash. Like, and I mean that with the utmost respect because they're professionals. But it they're trash, man. That no one should trust that running game. And the only thing they got going for them is maybe their defense is okay. But other than that, Buffalo's gonna kill them. Yeah. I just hope that Singletary gets to join in the fun because Josh, Josh Allen stole the ball. Like he hogged the ball the whole game, <laughs> and finally he started throwing it more. And it's just like, man, I, I see what they're trying to do there, and it's nice. Josh Allen's gonna kind of be able to make a name for himself and be the captain of the team because they really do need a leader. And uh, now that they have him, it's like, all right, let's single Terry get the ball, start start hitting people in their jaw because that's what I see in that team. I feel like they need to be a run run heavy team. And then the passing will just be easy to them. Yeah. 
to me, the one thing is uh, to to watch for it. You know, up until a week ago, Josh Allen had never thrown for three hundred yards in a in, a, in an NFL game. Right? Could he do it two weeks in a row? I think that I think everything is laid out for him to do yeah. that again. Got the opponents really, to do it against. It's, it's Miami. It's, it's, it's exactly, a great shot to do it. I mean, ex- uh, what I, the question is: Does he throw for four hundred yards? That's the question. <laughs> no, because he's going to have to run one after week two because his stats are going to be like inflated. Oh man, people! Yeah, whoever I don't yeah, know who has I, him in our league. I think Nico. I think Nico drafted him. Oh man, he could sell him like uh, Lamar Jackson last year if he has a big game, especially if he keeps running like he did last week. Now he'll make a bad trade <laughs> with you. <laughs> with you, Rick. with anyone, it, it appears. Oh man, well, uh, this is uh, that's it for the first half of our uh weekly previews uh and sos todo for our show uh, thanks again to anchor.fm for being our hosting network and for making sure our independent podcast gets out into the familia community uh please subscribe and leave us a review at spotify apple google wherever you get your podcasts and remember keep following us on twitter and instagram at familia ffb as well as our familia ffb facebook page you can find me at jorge martin 17 on twitter and hector uh, what the heck at, uh, is this, at what the heck is my Twitter with two T's with two T's H-A-T-T-D-A-H-E-C. What the heck? Oh, well, gracias everybody. Remember, todos somos familia. Adios amigos. Salud. Viva Mexico. Viva. All right. Uh, do we want to take a break? Yeah. Give me like five minutes. I'm just going to get, I'm going to get Dominic a bowl of cereal so you can just kind of chill out and I'll just grab like a quick granola bar or something. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, well, we'll make a sandwich. So okay.